So what's up? Uh, not much. I had a slice of um, pumpkin pie just recently. Ooh, pumpkin. Pumpkin. Well, actually, it was made out of squash, but it tastes same. Same. Squampkin. Squampkin. <laughs> oh, woe is me to be bewitched, befuddled, to be transmogrified into naught but a gourd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gourds is the same, basically. I think about that post a lot. Me too. It's good. I think about the fact that I saw that post when I was, I think it was around uh, midnight to one in the morning. I was in the uh, 24-hour computer lab at college trying to write a paper, and then I just kind of went crazy about gourd pictures. Um, yeah, for like of, five hours. Yeah, for a while. Uh, gourd posting uh, was pretty legit. Um, yeah, I am so glad I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> Is that yeah. maybe the moral of that story? Uh, yeah, um, I have done possibly one of the most dangerous things in my life for yeah. my for myself. Yeah, which is um, I borrowed a CRT from a friend of mine. Sure, uh, who has like six of them because uh, I mean, when you're a speedrunner of classic like NES games, especially like Mega Man's, you just kind of have CRTs. You need to bring CRTs places. Sure. Um, but uh, it lent me that, and also I found my GameCube. Mm-hmm. So I've just got my GameCube in my room. I can play it from my bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm you, about to ruin my life. Are you just doomed to GameCube forever? I mean, like, that's just kind of how I be. Like, I have Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, and you know I'm going to play that. <laughs> I guess I do know now that you are going to play that. Um, how how radical um, are those uh, skateboard kickflips? Well, the thing about Tony Hawk's American Wasteland is that it's got, like, it sucks. Like, characters routinely load into cutscenes, like, T-posing, and you can see it before it fades to black. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a well-put-together game, mm-hmm. but it is a game that I love to play, and it's, like, it's got that good Tony Hawk feel that before they lost it with, like, the Tony Hawk's Underground, or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remaster, or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, and, like, I like Tony Hawk's Project 8, but it got kind of weird. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason Lee was in that game. I don't know who that is. Jason, I think his name is Jason Lee. Is um, like an he's, actor? yeah, he's, uh, he was, uh, he was Earl Hickey and my name is Earl. Uh, not a show I watched. He's been in, uh, he's been in almost every movie in the View Askew universe. Oh, I, yes, I've seen his face. Yes. In the what? What the View Askew universe. That's that's Kevin that James. That's Kevin. That's Kevin James's cinematic universe oh. with like Clerks and Mallrats and Dogma and oh, all you that mean shit. Kevin Smith. Did I say Kevin James? Yes, you did. <laughs> Kevin can wait. <laughs> oh, Kevin's is the same. Yeah. Can I can I see Kevin James huge jorts? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We love some, we love some huge jorts. On this podcast, this is a huge George podcast. Welcome this to is Fear a pro George podcast. Your number one huge George podcast. Oh, are we just going straight into it? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just I just remembered some cute fan art I saw of someone's centaur OC dressed as Kevin Smith huge George for Halloween. Interesting. Interesting use of the word cute. I mean, I trust you. No, no, it was like actually very cute. No, right, I'm, no, gonna, like I'm gonna I link said, it I, to you. I tr- no, I trust you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna link it to you. Okay, um, but it's it's just like. Uh, uh, those that's not the context in which I would expect to hear that word be used for centaur. No, for huge anything that has to do with 
uh, huge jorts. I'm sending you the Telegram link. Okay. Oh, I will wait with bated breath <laughs> to see it. I mean, for someone who doesn't typically think about centaurs, I guess so. Like, I guess it's cute. <sighs> if centaurs wore pants, would they wear them like this or like this? If centaurs wore pants, they would wear huge jorts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Fear Braiding. It's your number one Jorts cast. Uh, yeah, we, lo- it is. we love John. We love John Cena. I love a good Jort. I do. I unironically love a good Jort. Yeah, I have like two pairs, and they make my ass look fantastic. They're also just I like jean denim. This is what the denim. That's denim. I like denim a lot. Um, it's it's actually pronounced denim. I don't think that's true, but okay. It is. It is actually. Um. Well. Uh, the experts will see to that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, brief history, brief history about this ep- about this week's episode. We were gonna sit down and watch the original Friday the 13th, but the stream was so fucking bad and I couldn't find a good one and we're kind of on a weird timetable. Right. That we just wound up watching something else. Kind of. We, we ended up being like, well, we both saw this movie recently. Instead of trying to fight with a different movie, let's just do this. <laughs> yeah, plus it plus it maintains Blair's perfect record of never having seen the original Friday the 13th. Well, now I've seen 25 minutes of it. But I guess that's and not the thinking, whole thing, but still. Are you thinking, like, in for a penny, in for a pound? I guess so, but also maybe not. But the thing is, so I just want to give a little bit of a conversation about it. Um, watching it did feel exactly like watching a baffling sequel of it, you know? Yeah. Um, to between, like, the late 70s, early 80s style and baffling camera work <laughs> and writing. Um, and how, like, there, okay, so there's something about men in that era who just constantly look like they're, like... About to say the racist? No, just inches away from being, like, in whatever context you want to put the inches... Uh, away from being a gay porn star, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, all of the men in this one, I was like, I feel like I've seen you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. In my dreams, perhaps. In my in my in, in your restless In your restless dreams, I have seen this man. <laughs> in my restless dreams, Gonzo walks. Yes, yes. Uh... So that is that that is my official review of the original Friday the Thirteenth movie. Uh, I I just I just went to upcominghorrormovies.com, dot uh, com, and I would I saw a headline that was uh, does the Blair Witch Project really stand the test of time? And I was like, oh, this this like John Mulaney voice. Oh, this ought to be good. Yeah, but no. Apparently, according to upcominghorrormovies.com, dot com, it does stand the test of time. Damn right it does. It's a good ass movie. It's fucking good. Uh, I'm looking at upcoming horror movies, and there's like 
nothing coming up soon that I can really tell that I care about. Yeah. Looks like they're making a Jake. They're making Jacob's Ladder again. Really? I've yeah. Never seen it original. Um, I've heard it's fine. Sure. I mean, I've heard uh, things about it. I don't remember if they were good or not, but <laughs> I remember it being mentioned in probably a sentence before. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing it as like a really good surrealist horror movie. Sure. Or like a uh, thriller, sort of. I'm not entirely sure what the genre is, but I know that it's apparently good. Sure. Genre, good. Good genre. Um, we are well-versed on the topic that we um, do produce uh, podcasts about. You, that, we, that we get paid about $50 a month for. Thank yeah. you very much for your patronage, by the way. Patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting. Thank you. But, um, so this is going to be, uh, I don't know if this is going to be like a full-length episode. This might be a... We'll, we'll give it a shot. It's a minisode. If it's if it's um, not a full length episode, it's a minisode, and you will you'll eat your vegetables and you'll like it. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> uh, so obviously, spoiler alert. Yeah, for... the entirety of Halloween 2018 is going to be spoiled here. So, um, um, if you haven't seen it yet and you're listening to this, uh, go watch it. It's really good. Yeah, I think like I'm. Uh, I, I think I'm starting to try to start try to start moving away from half star ratings from that from now on because it, we might as well just be on a ten point scale at that point. And if Fuck we're doing that. five star, <laughs> I love half points. <laughs> I don't want to give this movie. I don't want to give half points. Half points are bullshit. Five is objectively a better number than ten, but sometimes you need the nuance of a two point five. I don't think you do. I do because there's not a clean middle between. Uh. uh uh, one and five, because fine. it's an odd number. Fine. fine. I'll give this movie a 4.5, then, Blair, <laughs> since you're so obsessed with the, you're so obsessed with the half-point rule. <laughs> you can give it whatever you want. Um, I can, or I'll start rating things on a scale of zero to one and just give them all point ratings. Um, no! <laughs> well, let's just, then we can just go from zero to ten on that point. <laughs> um, but ten is an ugly number, and I don't like it. <laughs> well, we, let's go, let's go from negative one to nine, then. <laughs> Um, no, it's five. Five is objectively the best number, so it's on a scale fine. of zero to five. <laughs> so I'm going to give this movie a 4.5 then. Okay. Just um. go, just, just go, just up front, just like, you know, if you wanted to get like our general takeaway, like I think this is a 4.5 to me, it's fucking great. I yeah. had very, I had, I had like very few problems with, and there are problems I'm going to get into in a little bit, but it's like nothing serious. It's great. Jamie Lee Curtis is an absolute jilf in this movie, and yeah. I love it. Yeah, I would, I'm going to go air on the side of a four. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, not particular. I, honestly, like the first twenty minutes of this movie, um, I was a little, maybe a little nervous for the rest of it. Yeah, um, the whole the whole thing with the podcasters was weird. Well, it's I mean it's not necessarily that. Well, it was weird. That was really weird. But it's not necessarily that. It was also like um, the homage they started doing at the begin, like in, when they were actually in uh, the town, which I should look up because uh, I'm supposed to know. Oh, least, I know this town's name. In, what the it's in uh, Illinois, Pleasantville? Right? Pleasantville. Ple- Pleasantville. It is not Pleasantville. It's, it's absolutely. It's not Haddonfield. 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 How on the nose would Pleasantfield be? Um, I don't know. It's Haddonfield. It is Haddonfield. That's right. Um, 
it is uh, uh, once it moves into Haddonfield, the homage there, um, especially even the subversion of the homage. So like we have uh, our main character um, look out the window like Jamie Lee Curtis in the back, back the like, same set and everything. Back of the class, looks out the window, um, and when Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis is there, <laughs> yeah, and when Jamie instead of seeing yeah uh, Michael Myers, she sees her grandmother Jamie Lee Curtis, um, uh, and I'm like that. So so when they do something similar later in the movie, like um, uh, I think it's yeah, it's Jamie Lee Curtis falls out the window like Michael yep. Myers fell out the window, and then she's gone. Yep. That's that really, was yeah that's yeah, good. and the whole that's, closet scene too. Yeah, that like that also good. But oh, also, um, at one point, you can see some kids with Halloween masks, and they're all wearing the masks from uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I noticed. That was fun for me. <laughs> Appar- apparently, there was a reference to every Halloween movie in that movie. That's crazy. Which, I haven't seen all enough of the Halloweens to notice all of them, but I definitely caught the references to 1 and 3. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, oh, God, this, so... The, the core conceit of this movie is a lot about inherited trauma, which I go nuts for. No, it's good. It's really good. Like, it's the, it's one of, it's very, it, it, it rang a lot of similar bells to Hereditary for me. Sure. Because Hereditary was extremely about inherited trauma that's passed down from mother to daughter, mother to daughter. Yeah, I would say only thematically does it have connections to that. Right, right, right. I, I'm saying only thematically. There's nothing out, There's nothing really, like, uh, besides that connecting Hereditary to this, but, like, as a core thematic, it, it's a core theme of both movies, and I think that's really interesting that, like, yeah. these are both movies that came out this year. I think it's a core theme for a lot of horror media that's coming out. Um, I think of, uh, I think Haunting on Hill House, the, the Netflix series deals a lot with uh, familial trauma. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. Well, uh, I, 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 let me be more clear. I'm talking about specifically inherited trauma that is like passed down, like it's which is different from like familial trauma. Like, like um, Laurie's granddaughter is very much impact. Like, despite the fact that Laurie's granddaughter barely sees Laurie, like she is still impacted by the trauma of Michael Myers that was passed down to Laurie's daughter and then right. passed down to. Like, it, it's just really interesting to me. Anyways, this is Yeah, no, I'm not his. disagreeing with you a little bit. I just think it's... I also think it's super interesting, but I just see this as more of, like, a general theme that's happening a lot in the horror genre, which I think is... Um, I mean, it's always kind of been present. Because these are... Well, except for Hereditary, um, a lot of the other examples are remakes of movies, you know, or retellings of stories. Um, and uh, I think it's, it's interesting to frame our horror uh, as a means to understand trauma, which I think, I mean, it's just obviously perfect. Like, the genre is obviously perfect for that, right? Um, but I, I love to see it um, more, be more concrete like this and be um, read like that Yeah. more often, you know? I think it really yeah. heightens uh, the, the genre of horror to a place where it should have always been into a, a, just another, I mean, it's a quote-unquote a body genre, but it has... All fucking genres are body genres. I hate that. Um, it, yeah, but it's, it's it, all genres are body genres, but those three are singled out, out because they are like way more like bot quote unquote body genres that they are like it's in, in her in, not in terms of like actual content, but in terms of perception in the world. No, I know, I I, I get it, but also I just I I think I think it's 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 such a cheap way to discredit the fact that. These films, and uh, proven to be again and again, um, 
overlap with um, are, are ways to like uh, see the world um, and such as I mean, fear drives human beings. Like, right. Completely. I don't disagree with you. I no, think that, I know. I, think I know. The original, <laughs> the original adventure. I mean, the original invention of the term body drama or, 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 or body genre, not body drama, was to at least in my recollection that the first time that I read about it was a dissection of like why these films are viewed so ne- so like as like lower art in the public sorry, eye and should not be seen as such. You were cutting out so bad. It might just be my Sorry. Own, but no. Um. Let me let me repeat myself. Sure. Um, the, the context in which I first saw the, the definition of body genre was in a paper deci- deci- describing it as this: these three genres are viewed as lower art by the by the mass population because they are such because they do evoke such bodily reactions, and they should not be considered as such. They are considered like. Like, you know, horror movies and, like, I mean, obvious, and, like, pornos, and, uh, what's the third one? Is it, uh... Comedy, I'm pretty sure. No, it's... Is it not? Is it dramas? Can't imagine, because people fucking nut over dramas. People nut over dramas. Uh... I'm almost certain that it's comedies. Uh, let me just look real quick. Horror, erotica, comedy, and melodrama. Sure. Yeah. So those, there are four body genres. We were both right. Yeah. (laughs) um Um, though melodramas like dramas are more popular but like melodramas are like no that's not like well yeah i feel like melodrama falls underneath the purview of like your serialized women hospital shows you know female female very much female media yeah shonda Um, shonda rhymes dot 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 mp4 Um, and I say that as someone who likes shonda rhymes and considers her a very a very good showrunner yeah um i yeah, it's 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 it, there's there's something uh, there's always a story to be told and there's always a deeper meaning happening no matter how shallow the the intent is because the, the, an intent being shallow is pretty deep in and of itself. I don't know. I just like there's I feel like there's people who just not so much these days obviously because like we're seeing a kind of a renaissance of horror, but um uh, I've definitely talked about this before, but it's like it's it's dismissed in the past, and uh, and Halloween I think kind of became one of the because it became so sequelized, um, uh, became one of those people that movies that people would just brush off, eh, kind of for good reason because the sequels are not good uh, <laughs> by and large, um, but uh, I like I like seeing something that was uh, pinned as you know kind of one of those lowbrow horror movies be rejuvenated um, into something good because the 20th anniversary version of this movie H2O just add water yeah um, not good honestly like falls into the all the trappings of horror movie sequels of that time you really do have to wait 40 years before you can do a true homage with yeah. any sort of meaning like it's 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 kind of like doing like a five-year college a five-year high school reunion yeah yeah it's... <laughs> like oh what'd you just do oh i graduated college oh me too yeah exactly um i'm unemployed because i just graduated college and then everyone's just unemployed um and yeah um it's it's yeah you it 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 you think you need movies to sit for a while um and this yeah. one sat just long enough and it's really really good and it um, I think it, this movie proves that the story is not about Michael Myers, not really. 
Yeah. Which I think is the failing of a lot of the other movies is because they were like, these movies are my- about Michael Myers. It's not. It's about Laurie Strode, you know? Extremely. Laurie Strode is very much the main character. Yeah. Um, just because- um so I, I, I was just going to suggest that, like, I don't think we go, I don't think we got to go through this movie beat by beat because, like, I don't want, like, don't literally, if you're listening to this episode, you probably, you shouldn't be if you haven't seen the movie. Tisk tisk. So I just kind of want to talk about the stuff that made us nut in the movie. Yeah. Um, I, the thing that, like, like, hit me in the chest were, like, some of the remixes of the, 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 like, uh, Halloween theme, I guess. Yeah, those um, were good. There was one, so there's one when, uh, after, uh, uh, Michael Myers, like, fucking impales, uh, the vampire kid who made his move on, uh, the, the granddaughter... Um, yes, whose name? Sorry, let me just let me just run down the names real quick. So, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strode. Judy Greer is Karen Nel- is Karen Nelson slash Strode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Allison is the granddaughter. Yes, um, and it's like there's just like this boom in the score, and it is everything else about the, the the sound is so minimalistic, but that boom is so intimidating and it's so fucking crazy. Um, I have been like, I think. That is, like, the second where I was, like, oh, my God, I think I'm loving this movie right now. Because, like, that is that itself um, is just so effective. And it goes to show that, like, a score um, makes, the di- like, all the difference in the world in setting a mood, especially for a horror movie, which is supposed to make you feel scared. Um, yeah. And so effective. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was uh, really great. A weird moment for me, not to be the CinemaSins guy, but, like, the part when, um, the, the doctor, like, stabs the cop and, like, hefts Michael's body into the car somehow, like, that man's, okay, Michael Myers weighs, like, 600 pounds, because that man is 100% fuck muscle. Right. And Um, also the doctor had a broken arm and he was fat and kind of old. Yeah, um, but... It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. Um, yeah, it's it's it. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, but I kind of loved that kind that sort of heel turn that we got to see. No, that that moment itself was very good. I'm just like, man, that doctor is fucking ripped under all that fat, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was awesome because we got to see, so this doctor. Uh, who is, like, the new... Um, the new Dr. Loomis. Yeah, is, like, the new Dr. Loomis. Was obsessed to, about uh, with Michael Myers, not to the point of, um, um, like, Loomis was, was, like, he is beyond human. He is, like, um, he is evil incarnate. Um, uh, this guy was, like, he is uh, something to aspire to, basically, because he was, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go around trying to... Uh, wrangle this guy with the police officer, but when it's gonna, when I'm actually gonna get my hands on him, I'm gonna stab this police officer in the neck. With my knife the, pen. Take the mask, put it on, heft Michael Myers into the car, um, and cause he, cause he like idolizes this monster so much, um, which eventually like gets him killed because Michael Myers doesn't fucking care, you know? He's the boogeyman. He doesn't care if you're afraid of him or if you respect him. Um, he's gonna kill you either way, um, and uh, I mean his respect. This doctor's respect was probably based out of fear anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, he gets his fucking brains bashed in. Uh, yeah. So 
rip in peace, this, this one, dude. Yeah, one of my only complaints about this movie is that I feel like we kind of miss out on a couple of good money shots for the kills. Sure. Like, when that cop get like, when we see that cop being made into a fucking human jack-o'-lantern. Oh, my God. But I didn't want to see that. I think, I think the money shot was seeing the aftermath of that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess, I, I don't, that's not as strong of a complaint as it was exiting the theater. Because, I mean, it was a very good money shot that he was, in fact, a human jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, because I was like, I saw, you, you see, like, the thing illuminating, like, the head illuminated from the car. And when the yeah. doors open... And that's what's going on is like, Michael Myers, you hollowed out this man's skull uh, just so you could like stick a flashlight. Who are you? <laughs> it's so funny because like we get to, I, I think there are some instances where we get to see like flashes of humanity, both in this movie and in the original um, uh, of from Michael Myers having like either like being kind of disoriented or having a sense of humor like he's not a robot. He's not the boogeyman. He's just a really scary guy, you know? Yeah. Um, he's the boogeyman uh, as much as the rest of humanity is the boogeyman, you know? Uh, human beings are capable of great evils, just in, even just individually. Um, yeah. Uh, and, can I say Can I say that there's... um there, there? I really like some of the comedy writing in this movie, too. Oh my god, it's so good, isn't it? The banter like, the, like, is amazing. The part, the, like, the part, like the banter between like the, the two cops when they're talking about like their sandwiches. Yes. Oh my god. And I was like, I was I just like nudged my dad at this point because we had just had a conversa- conversation <laughs> about Bon Me earlier. Um, and I was like, it's this thing! It's the thing I told you about that I like so much. It's Bon Me! Um, and, uh, yeah, that that conversation. <laughs> it was so funny. The cop takes out his uh, um, lunchbox that's got his a little cosmic fucking... brownie that his... he claims he made. Yeah, it's um, and being told that's like the lunch that a five year old would make if they weren't stopped by their parents. Um, it's just fucking incredible. It's so good. And the... it's a really it's a like the the I think one of the essences of very good horror is a kind of that like it's not a necessity but like a lot of good movie a lot of good horror movies could be made better with just like a twinge of comedy because to me it's a little bit of like easing off of the pressure valve no, just ever so slightly perfect yeah exactly like, like it's not that's not true of like every movie like I think Hereditary like didn't very really have very much comedy what didn't have like any jokes um, but like that movie was just kind of tension from start to stop. I mean, between the teenagers, you get some, like, light riffing, you know? Yeah, some very mild stuff. But but I think it's good. I think stuff like that is important because... It is, it is. It, like, because you otherwise get... you're just... Otherwise you... you're just building pressure the entire movie and your only releases are, like, complete, like... If I'm ta- continuing the Valve analogy, it's just, like, a huge, like, pipe... A, a pipe bursting and steam shooting out as opposed to, like... Loosening the valve ever so slightly and letting the pre- like letting the pressure drop back a little bit so it has more room to grow. Right, because it's 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 constantly about um, a growing tension and diffusing tension, so the next tension you build is even more impactful than the last. You know, right? So um, and I no, think we did a really really good job with all of that. Like, oh my god, it's great. Like, yeah, all just, of, all of the stuff with the teenagers was fabulous. very. The only thing that about the teenagers that didn't make sense and just kind of felt like, well, they're just doing that to make to like for the plot reasons is when um when Allison's uh, boyfriend throws her phone into like pudding. Um, I get it insofar that he's like a straight dude who's really pissed off and also drunk. Um, I've had straight okay, dudes yeah. who are really pissed off and also drunk be like huge 
jackasses like that to me. So yeah, that's that's true. Um, so I I bought it. I mean, I it was for it was a plot device, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, I bought it. I could see it happening. Um, Can we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis's fucking guns in this movie? Uh, she yeah. is ripped to the fucking nines. I am a lesbian and I'm dying. Um, that scene when she's just like there in that olive green tank top and jeans and just like cleaning her guns. Like my heart skipped a couple of beats when that scene happened. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good. She's so good. I love her little fortress she's got going on. Yes, like, it's so good. Because she's got, she's got like a thousand. So she went full survivalist basically. Um, yeah, she had two failed marriages, is an alcoholic, and now her, because her her entire upbringing of uh, Karen was like her was like her teaching Karen how to survive in the uh, in the chance that Michael ever comes back. Because she's been preparing for forty years. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, she's um, got a little hidey hole underneath yeah. the underneath the the I don't know count the I, kitchen island thing. Yeah, um, which is dope. It's really cool. Um, and it kind of looks like she, like, contracted this house, whole house to be built to her exact specifications. Um, I mean, I imagine she probably did, like, a news circuit or two and that got her some cash and she's been able to sustain off of that for a while. Yeah, I don't, I'm not bothered by whatever money was required by this. she's got money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those... Sometimes I get worried about where all this money came from, but this is not one of those instances because it's it's not the interesting thing that's happening here. Yeah. Um, um, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, I have one major disappointment with this movie, mm. and it's that um, Andrea's Andrea's uh, roommate Caridwin uh, has been selling me on the the how much uh, she because Caridwin loves man on fire stunts. Mm-hmm. And I, she was very disappointed at the end of this movie. Did not have a man on fire stunt. She was very excited for it, and I'm sharing that disappointment with her. <laughs> um, uh, the house Caridwin does go li- up in Car- flames, Car- though, Car- which Car- is awesome. It does. Caridwin also listens. Hi, Caridwin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. Oh my god, that house going up in flames is awesome. Yeah. Um, but also, we can't talk about that without talking about the literal best line in the entire movie. Oh yeah. Of gotcha. Oh yeah. Um, God, yeah. So Michael the gotcha Myers, moment is so—it's an absolute nut buster. Michael Myers gets trapped in the basement um, because, yeah, she was like, "It's not—I can't remember the other word she used, but it's not like a like a, a, a fortress, basically, or like a place to hide. It's—it's it's it's a, a trap. It's, it's a—it's a cell. It's yeah. It's it's a tra- it's a trap, you know, because like yeah. um, the. The metal bars. It's not to keep him out, it's to keep him in. Right. Uh, Metal bars come down. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The place bursts into flames. It's awesome. Yeah, the the prefacing scene is like Karen Strode, like, being like, I I can't, Mom, I can't shoot him, I can't, I can't. And then as soon as Michael steps into the frame, she, like, drops the entire act, like, steals her face, aims the rifle, gotcha. Like, oh. No, it's great. It's I great. Was re- I was, I was, I genuinely bought it because I'm like, man, is this where this movie's going? Is this like the, is, is, is Jamie Lee Curtis the only capable one? But no, she fucking like, like, oh my God, that scene. I'm sorry. I, I'm being a little bit bad. I'm being a little bit words weird, but like, fuck me, dude. 
<laughs> no, it's awesome. Uh, it was it was so fun and ex- like like it's it you know I sometimes I so this movie balances perfectly on being like intellectual and just being like raw fun, fun you know yeah which I think is such a great place for horror movies to exist because like um, some horror movies exist in a location of pretension which is fine because things are allowed to be pretentious but um uh, like like hereditary hereditary is a bit pretentious um i like it but i like that it's pretentious yeah it tip i think it's i think it's so i liked hereditary i never will see it again um, really never are no no it's it was so viscerally viscerally upsetting um that uh the emotions um anticipating the emotions that i'm going to be feeling later in the movie i think takes away from a lot of the the main drive of the movie that's fair that's gonna be i i think i would go back and see it if i could see it in theaters again i don't want to see that movie on a small screen right um i i also think the only reason i would see it again is if i wanted to kind of treat it a little bit like a puzzle box i guess maybe if i maybe if i saw it again in five years i wouldn't feel that way but yeah, I feel like, like I, this is that's going to be one that I have to like sit on. But like a Get Out, for example, I need to go back and rewatch Get Out sometime soon because that movie is just like a well, blast. It's, yeah, well, that, it's, that movie it's, also it's, also exists it's, in the place between like uh, t- like fun and pretension. Yeah, well, I would I would say and we don't we don't I, I want to be clear that we are not using pretension as like a derogatory term here. I don't think it's just like the way that it kind of it's just kind of the best way to describe it. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't even use pretentious. Maybe that's not the right word, but intellectually driven. Um, yeah, that's and, better. And emotionally driven are the two. Yeah. Two I'm going like, to, So, yeah. Yeah, like, Get Out has something to say, but it's also, like, a fucking just good-ass horror movie. Right, yeah. Um, God, I need to watch Get Out again sometimes. It's it's good. Like, I, I was on the TV recently, and I just caught, like, a couple minutes of it. Um, but what a, what a couple mi- few minutes that was, you know? Very good. Yeah. Um. Remember how he literally saves his own life in that movie by cotton picking? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's Jordan a really- Peele, Jordan Peele is a genius. Yeah, I'm- I'm excited for his next movie. Me too. Um, yeah. Fuck. Some, there's some good-ass horror movies. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I was pretty, I wasn't blown away with the horror selection this year. Like, there were some good ones, but, like, by and large, I was like, this was a fun movie, but I don't know if I would call it a good movie. But this, uh, Halloween is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's awesome because it's, like, my favorite of the big three Halloween is. Um, and uh, so... It's what, fun. What, but your your big three being this uh, Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare. Yes, I think Nightmare when I think when Nightmare gets bad, it's way more fun. No, I'm just than... talking about like originals. I guess. Oh yeah, that's the. I mean, the original Halloween is just like it's a John Carpenter classic. Right. Exactly. Um, it's so it's, it legit, legitimately is so crazy to me that. Um, Michael Myers became such a horror staple. He's great, obviously, like as a as a monster. Um, yeah. But uh, it it feels so non John Carpenter to have like such a, a sequel- franchise. Yeah, such a sequel generator. Um, I don't know. It's not like the thing has sequels, um, but it's hard to 
I guess it's hard to cast the thing because it's like the thing and not um, uh, just a dude in a jumpsuit with a mask. Oh man, Blair, it snowed. Yes, it snowed two days ago, and I'm just thinking about when I can finally sit down and watch the thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been um, it's been uh, flirting with winter here too, um, which kind of makes driving miserable. But that sure looks nice. <laughs> um, uh, just a just a personal story. I have to drive on um, like a one lane road with head on traffic coming the other way uh, to and from work, um, and it gets dark uh, when I'm driving home, and it's just snowing, and people forget how to drive after it first snows. So I am going. Uh, so people are going like forty miles per hour on a fifty five. Um, and stopping constantly, and it's just the worst. That's just my little driving story. <laughs> yeah. Blair, every time you talk, I just, like, I just think about that post that's, like, my face when I'm a top, but I love key smashing, so I have to be here with all of you bottoms. Yeah, that's literally me. <laughs> are, are you thinking about that because I can drive? Yeah. I mean, I can, I mean I'm a bottom and I can drive. Right, so like... yeah. So what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, I'm a switch, so, like... <laughs> Only out of necessity. Not necessarily. <laughs> okay. But that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> join me Join me every Thursday in the horny corner. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just you. It's just you. Um, sometimes, sometimes I'll knock on the door to see if you're doing okay. Um, but it's just you. Yeah, you'll knock on the door... And open it and just be like, are you winning, son? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um... You got anything else to say? About Halloween? Well, I just, I mean, I'm still thinking about um, that one-shot parallel. I think it's so interesting that the the shot parallels they choose to make... The closet and the falling off the roof are both so good. Yeah, well, they choose to, well... Other than the closet, because I don't think that's the case. But they choose to replace uh, uh, Michael Myers with Lori, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, they did that with they did that with the closet scene. Oh, I think we're thinking of different closet scenes. Um, I'm thinking but, about the one with like the, the the closet that opens like the folding doors with like the slatted windows. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember in the remember in the original movie when like Michael Myers like punches through there and she like stabs him in the face with a wire coat hanger. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they they have, they have the same closet. Yeah, they use the same closet. Yeah, um, I I really like that. The other things I didn't like uh, were probably the the recreation of the the two iconic deaths um, uh, with the babysitter. Um, I was like, I've seen the original Halloween. Um, it doesn't really do like I I get what oh, you're going oh, for. Another thing I completely forgot about uh, the kid. The oh. little kid. Oh, he was great. I loved yeah, the that, kid. That kid, his, him and, uh, what was his name? Uh, Julian. Julian and uh, his his banter with uh, Vicky, his babysitter. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Well, it's another thing where it's like, whenever I see a really good child actor, um, my heart does a little pitter-patter. Because, like, I, I think, I think, I, I, I think, I say this every time. People constantly cast children 
Um, who don't know what the fuck they're doing. On how cute they are, because they're like, if they're cute enough, we, they're like, we don't expect children to be good at acting, because if they're cute enough, they can just carry it. But there's kids who are like, actually good at acting. And Yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this kid's, uh, na- this whole, kid's whole ass name. His name is uh, Jabril Nantambu. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking good for him. Uh, another one that, uh, that, uh, that keeps coming to my mind is, uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, 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 Millie Shapiro. The girl from uh, from Hereditary. Oh sure, yeah. Like she's also clocking in there. Oh yeah, and then the whole cast of the the first it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Obviously. one of those kids is a fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but it um, just goes to show that. Did like, they release that cast list, by the way? Because I called that shot about who they're going to get to play older Bill forever ago, and I can't even remember the actor's name anymore. Dane DeHaan, that's who it is. I don't remember if he's been announced for the cat for the role yet, but he should be in it. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly keeping my finger on the pulse of that, um, but uh, yeah. I, I'm excited for whatever, whatever. Ha- I'm sure it'll be good regardless. Like, the first one was good. Um, this yeah. the next one will be good. Um, yeah, I, I, I um, God, it's just, it's fun. I get so taken out of movies when I can tell someone uh, is just being fed their lines um, because it's like, you're watching a movie. Oh, remember? Hey, this is a movie you're watching. Remember you're watching? And I'm like, Ugh. It's, it's, it's so gross. Um, yeah. But, uh, nope, not in this case. I honestly had no immersion breaking in this movie. No, no, nothing that was like, oh, this is a thing that happens in movies. Don't you like it that you're watching a movie and this is a thing that happens in them? Um, except for some of the, except for when some of the homages didn't 100% work. And I'm okay with that, you know, because it's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't think it's something like that would be for me then, because like, uh, it's, 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 I don't know, it's just like, I've seen this movie so many times that it's like, yeah, I just watched this movie like last week. Like, can we move forward with the other stuff that's not like the movie that I just saw? But I think yeah. for people who like, you know, have watched this movie maybe once or twice in their lives would really like, appreciate those kind of things so yeah i don't think it's a fault of the film itself yeah but yeah uh all right that's that's podcast yeah um let's we did we get questions let's see we did not get any questions but that's okay uh recommendations what you got oh my god i have no idea because um uh, i've been trying to barrel through podcasts recently um yeah that's fair um limetown's back is it good Yeah. I mean, obviously it's good. Um, it's like, it's deliberate. Like, I was really worried about the second season because, like, I don't know where it can go. For I don't, I really didn't know where it could go. Right. But, um, it's very good. Yeah. Um, um, I know it's been recommended before, but the season of The Good Place is out of the fucking, is out of the fucking park. Yeah. And I cannot recommend it enough. This last week's episode was, this last week's episode was horny. As you like in, tell, tell me. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably a, sit it's down horny and watch on it. a, it's, it's horny on a very weird axis that you would not expect. Yeah. I'll probably sit down and watch it um, probably after we finish recording this because I have a bunch of television I need to catch up on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, speaking of seasons of TV that are coming out now, this season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is awesome. It's... <laughs> watch that hey yeah. crazy ex-girlfriend is so fucking underrated everyone needs to watch it 
Um, I know it's musicals and not everyone likes musicals or whatever, but it's good is the thing is that it's good. Thank you. <laughs> I rest my case. Um, uh, if you would like, to, uh, is that, is this where we do our thing? Sure. Yeah. If you want to support the show, you can do so. Patreon.com forward slash fear baiting. Um, $1 a month gets you, um, early access to, uh, episodes, um, and voting. Uh, $5 a month uh, gets your name read out on the show. Um, and $10 a month makes uh, gives you the opportunity to make us watch a movie of your choosing. Um, so and also you. a shout out. Yeah. Um, thank ob- you too. Obviously, yeah, Michael you Kaiser. Look- yeah. Paul Moran. Kit Spindler. Paul Bechtel. Sophie. And Cat Girls Rise Up. Thank you. Thank you all. It's very funny to me that you can just, like, change your name on, uh... You can just change your name on Patreon to be just a shit post to make people read out. Yeah. Like, I just want to give you a sampling of the names that I have to read on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die real quick. Okay. Sorry to, like, shout out people who don't give us money, but, like, some of these Start names are just Start giving us wild. money, then, you know? Yeah. Um, I made, my, I made Sam look at my fursona's ass was one of them once. Um, you can just, like, bleep all of these out uh, and only unbleep them if they give us money. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> let me just, let me just run down this. So, we got fully luxury, fully automated luxury gay space Hellcat. Yep. Pregnant Seinfeld. Uh-huh. Oingo Zuma Kuwa Boingo. Sure. Single payer Sonic M. Preg. hmm mm-hmm. John McCain Funeral City 350 Million Dead. Why don't we? We don't have enough commies. I think Garfield hentai. <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough commies supporting our show, so we don't get uh, names like this. Non-binary with left beef. Good, good. <laughs> and Mister Big the Cat. Nice. Um, if you, the, if you are one of those people and you don't support this podcast, but you support that one, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> If you uh, want to contact the show, we are at Fearbaiting on Twitter, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, fearbaiting at gmail.com. Scream at us anywhere. If you want to scream at me specifically because of the horrible things I've done, um, you're going to get arrested. But you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or blairkitch.tumblr.com. Uh, if you want to check me out, I am at Chiesat. Nope. I am at SunHatJenia on Twitter. Uh, and also on Twitch, where I've been trying to stream more, uh, I can be found uh, on also Sunhat Genia uh, on at Snouts Online on Mastodon. That's S U N H A T Z H E N Y A, which is a valid troll name. I'm just now realizing. Oh no! Oh, so I have to change, change my yeah. <laughs> oh well, rip and peace, Sarah. <laughs> I mean. My dead name is also a valid troll name because my first name had six letters, as did my last. Well, that yeah, that's why you changed it. That's the only yeah. reason why you changed <laughs> it. That's the reason I came out as a girl, <laughs> to get away from that past. Uh, also, check us out on uh, The Wonder Years, which is the podcast we do with Seda, and also check me out on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the leftism podcast. Um, yeah. That's uh, the whole shit. That's the whole shit. Uh, you want to get out of here? Yeah. Um, Until next time, we will see I'm, you next I'm week. Sarah. Uh, I have been Blair. And I will continue to be Derek. Oh, Derek Crossover? Derek Crossover. Listen to listen to the Wonder Years. Well, Derek, um... And remember... Uh, you could put a fuck up guy anywhere. My delivery I... on that was flawless. <laughs> Bye.
Bye.